0: What up people? Welcome to the Push Wild Black Show. I'm your host Christian and this is the Bears cast for week 14. This is Bears Cast 13. And the Bears finally get off their losing streak and they take the Houston Texans to the woodshed, beating the um beating them 36-7. This is probably one this is probably one of the best games they played this season as a whole. The defense showed up today. They forced uh, two fumbles, and they were both takeaways. They were, they forced six sacks, one of which was a safety. No interceptions, but they were dominant the entire game today, which was needed. In order for this team to do anything, the defense has to take the ball away and have multiple takeaways. The offense... In the first half, played awesome, uh, scoring thirty points. And the only gripe I have, really, and, and it's misleading because the Bears only scored six points in the second half. But the third quarter, the Texans had the ball most of the third quarter, so it was mis it was misleading. And there's really no sense to put the team in a dangerous situation for a comeback uh in the fourth quarter. The only other grab I can say offensively and this is um this is petty too, but this is just something that as a Bears fan, I'm just going to have to get used to as long as Nagy's the coach here is David Montgomery ran for 113 yards. 106 of that was in the first uh first half. And 80 of that, 106, was an 80-yard run. So, there's, there's an issue there, but it didn't affect him today. All right. Statistically, let's run down the stats real quick. Mitchell Trubisky, 24-33, 267 yards, three touchdowns. David Montgomery, 11 carries. Um... 11 carries, 113 yards, one touchdown. Cordero Patterson. Oh, I didn't I didn't mention that. Mr. Trubisky didn't throw any picks. Dave Montgomery, one carry, one 113, one touchdown. Cordero Patterson, six carries, twenty-six yards, no touchdown. Um Middle four carries, twenty-three yards. Could have had more carries in my in my opinion. But again, that's minor. Darnell Mooney, one carry, five yards. Javon Wims, one carry, two yards. Side note, and again, this is minor, but this is something that I've been noticing with the offense. This is just like a pet peeve of mine. Can we stop with the the reverses? Like, for the most part, they don't work. Um, If you're going to do a reverse, I guess Darnell Mooney is your best is your best bet because he's your fastest receiver. But I don't like that play, and they call it way too often for my, for my liking. Receiving nine receptions for Allen Robinson, 123 yards. He's over a 1,000 yards this season as of now. One touchdown. David Montgomery, three receptions, 42 yards. Cole Komet, four receptions, 41 yards. Jimmy Graham, four receptions, 23 yards, one touchdown. Darnell Mooney, two receptions, 22 yards, one touchdown. Um, And let's see here. I'm just looking for the uh, kicking. Carlos Santos hit two field goals, longest was 49 yards. And he had four extra points. All right. So the defense defense showed up today. No interceptions for the defense, but they did get two pass deflections. Khalil Mack had a pass deflection that was almost picked, but Deshaun Watson with a heads-up play gathered himself and got the ball up in the air. Duke Shelley got a pass deflection. The the issue, the, um, the bright spot for the defense is the uh, run pressure and uh, the... Um, the rush. Roquan, they, they forced six sacks today. Roquan Smith had two and two tackles for loss. Um let's see. Brent Urban had one, Mario Edwards had two sacks, and Khalil Mack had a sack as well. And Bilau Nichols. Bilal Nichols had a sack. And Khalil Mack's sack was a ended up being a safety. So, they had, no, they had seven sacks, I believe, for seven sacks and two takeaways and a safety. Defense played well. Then they needed to because for the past couple of weeks, people have been saying, myself included, that defense is still good, but they're not doing enough, and... I got to say man that Bill Lazor it might be too late for him and this coaching staff I I have an opinion on that that I'll get into in a second but Bill Lazor has been calling good games for Mitch and this is probably one of his this is the this is one of those this is the, the game that one of those Mitch games that I'm like if you put that in a bottle Especially the second, the first half. Everything that that they did concerning the passing game was right. There was a, um, there was a stretch in the first quarter where Mitch was seven for seven. I think he ended up in in the first half at some point. It was like eight for twelve, and uh, yeah, it was it was eight for twelve. And there was a scoring play where it was one hundred and twenty. 112. Year, let's see, it was it was a 12 play drive and 71 yards, and they didn't. It's not like it's it's not that they didn't ask him to be in the pocket. Like he was still a passing QB. He didn't take off and run or anything like that, very often. But he throws better when he's moving around. So there was a lot of bootlegs. There was a lot of rollouts. And it just seemed like he was more comfortable in a moving pocket. And the the rhythm that he was in in the first quarter, especially, was a good thing. And um, he played very well today. And didn't throw picks, didn't fumble the ball, didn't do anything silly. I don't think this is going to be enough for the coaching staff unless they win the next Three games, and they have a chance to do that. If they, I don't know about Green Bay, so let me let me take that back. Two out of three, two out of three games, they have a chance to win. Like they can, I believe they can still beat the the um, Minnesota. They can still beat Minnesota, and I believe they can beat um, Jacksonville because Jacksonville is bad and they don't have a quarterback. And Michael and got benched. So if you beat so they're still in the hunt. I hate that term because I don't feel like that that means anything. Most of the time, when you're in the hunt, it just means you're mathematically still in it. But I don't see you being in the hunt. I don't see people. I don't see thing- People in front of you losing that so bad in the next three games where you're going to lose or they're going to lose the um their playoff spot and you're going to gain so but they're still mathematically in it um I don't know man like there's really nothing to re- there's really nothing to complain about like the first half was the first half was awesome the second half the, f- the third quarter Houston, like I said earlier, had the ball. And the Bears didn't do anything stupid in the fourth quarter. Like, I don't know what this means for the coaching staff. Um, I think you would have to win three the, the rest of the games for that. And you might have an opportunity to do that. Like, if the Bears go 9-7, and if the Bears win out and they get in the playoffs... What does that mean for the coaching staff? Does that mean that you that you stay? Or does that mean that you still go? If Mr. Bisky has played now, here's here's the thing. Mr. Biskey's played very well in the last two games. The Lions fumble notwithstanding, Bill Lazor has called a very good game for him so far. We're assuming that Bill Bill Laser is still calling plays. What does that mean for Mitch? Does that mean you're going to – because they already declined his option. Does that mean you're going to um, to let him go still? Because they were saying that um, – they they were saying that he's going to end up being a – he's going to end up being a backup for somebody. But I don't know. I was thinking, like, if they're going to – if he's going to play like this and they're going to end up being a little better – Then maybe sign him to like a proven deal or something. I don't know how the how the um. I don't know how the the uh, NFL contracts are going to be as far as like retaining guys, people you drafted after their rookie after their rookie deal, but he hasn't proven that he deserves a big contract. The Bears, but he's playing decent enough to where it's like, do you really want to have Nick Foles and a rookie QB for for next season, or a new QB that doesn't know the system? So I don't know. After the after yesterday, last week, and today, rather, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm thinking about stuff. This is this doesn't make me a Mitch Trubisky fan. I, I don't like Matt Nagy. Like I just I don't think Matt Nagy's a, a coach. I think he's a um, offense coordinator masquerading as a coach. But if Bill Lazor is going to be calling the plays, and Matt can do the rah rah stuff and motivate his team, because obviously he's been critical of the defense for the past couple of games, and the defense responded today. So if he's doing the rah-rah CEO stuff and they decide to keep him, which I don't know about, then do you really want to have a new – I still say draft one, but do you really want to use a first-round pick for a quarterback without really having a backup that knows your system? And I don't think Nick Foles has it anymore. Not like he had a lot to begin with, but I think that um that time of like knowing the system and learning your stuff, like unless Mitch gets hurt, you're not gonna see Nick Foles the rest of the season. Do you really want him to start next season? So I'm not saying we should bring everybody back, but this game was was cool. It was cool seeing Mitch run around and not run around like run around like Lamar Jackson ran around and Deshaun Watson ran around because the one thing I can, and they forced six sacks today. So this isn't a big, this isn't that big of a deal because they, they did do something right. Deshaun Watson threw for 219 yards and he had seven carries for 38 yards. A lot of that was scrambles. A lot of that was scrambles. But it was kind of like in the first half, he was able to get running lanes. And it was kind of like, okay, um, can we hit him, please? Or can we tackle him, please? But Mitch having a moving pocket, which we've all said, if if you watch the games, if you do media, if you're just a fan, like his best games are when he's outside the pocket running around. Like, you know, bootlegs, rollouts or whatever, moving pockets, like they those are his best games. So if they go nine and seven, like, do you keep everybody? Does everybody cause everybody's under contract. Do you keep everybody? Is every do you turn it do you uh, bring everybody back? Do you sign Mitch to like approve it deal? Or do you really look do you see who's out who's out there and see if anybody can run your stuff? If if they're tweaking the offense now, finally for Mitch, you know, thirteen games in the season, like, what do we do now? But uh anyway, that's just my thought Doing an otherwise like awesome game. I'm glad to see Khalil Mack having a beast of a game. Um, Pass deflection, he was everywhere. He um, forced a safety, which is always cool. I'm glad defense played well. I'm glad um, nobody messed up, nobody threw any picks. So anyway, that's it. There's really nothing to belabor the point on. Bears played awesome. On to Minnesota. and um, Let's get this final three games, three wins in, Bears. That was dope. Anyway, see y'all next week. Later.